Welcome to the Pre-PT Grind Podcast. Before we begin this episode, we would like to thank you for choosing to invest time and knowledge into yourself as a pre-PT and future physical therapist. This episode has been sponsored by our new Acceptance Navigator series, which is a free four-part video pre-PT series where we teach you exactly how to dominate as an applicant by learning the new way to PT school acceptance. Learn how to finally get into the driver's seat as a pre-PT and not leave your acceptance to chance by shooting in the dark and hoping for the best as an applicant. This series is the most value we have ever given away and it's free at www.acceptancenavigator.com. That's www.acceptancenavigator.com. Don't miss out on your chance to get in the driver's seat of your acceptance. Now, sit back, relax, and enjoy the rest of the podcast episode. I'm extremely excited. We're going to be giving y'all an inside scoop from a student perspective of what to expect. Because a lot of you guys are freaking out about the home GRE. It's like, uh, Joseph, Casey, like Natalie, like I thought that, you know, I had it all figured out with the testing center. So what should I expect? How does it all work? Just help me calm down. So that's the the point of tonight, Natalie, is we're just going to help people de-stress and just feel a little more confident. I want you guys to listen very closely and I want you guys to just understand that the point of tonight is to get y'all to just feel a little more confident and a little less stressed. That like, tonight is not about a whole bunch of crazy information. I just want you to have that feeling. If we accomplish that, Natalie, we've done our job. (laughs) If we accomplish that, that is all we want. All right, if they're so, anything like me, when I first found out the GRE was going to be online, if you have anxiety or anything like me, I thought I was going to have a panic attack. So if I can relieve some stress for y'all, like, we'll be good. Perfect, perfect. Let's have some fun. So this is Natalie. Natalie is one of our accepted system students. She is currently in the process of, like, getting herself accepted into PT school. And recently she did do it, the, the very thing that y'all are scared of, the home GRE. She recently did it. And as soon as she did it, I was like, hey would you be willing to like go live with me and just talk about it? Because like, I feel like it would just help so many people because there's some things that you pretty much told me and Casey, you were like, Hey, there's a few things that I didn't really realize beforehand. Right. And so would you just be willing to just share it with the people and just give them that perspective? And then that would at least help them calm down before they take the real thing. So tonight guys, tonight is not really about how to crush the GRE. We'll do other live streams on that. Tonight's not necessarily about like, you know, all the different strategies. I mean, Natalie can tell y'all how she did it. So I'm cool with that. But tonight it's just to get y'all comfortable with the new system, to get y'all to calm down and to give y'all some clarity. If y'all are here for that, you are in the right, right, right place. So Natalie, let's dive in. So tell them a little bit about yourself first. And then, and then we'll dive into just talking about your experience with taking the GRE at home. Okay, so I just decided I wanted to go to PT school. Like, my advisor discouraged me really bad. You know, I'm sure the same thing happened to a lot of you. So I just recently took the GRE at home. I just graduated from East Carolina. So I'm from North Carolina. Hey, y'all, I'm sure you can tell by my accent. (laughs) So I just took the GRE. I was really, really nervous about taking that at home because I was worried about, will I be prepared? Technical issues, proctoring, you know, all that mess, you know especially being at home, there's a lot more distractions than being in like a proctored setting, you know, a school or lab. 
but overall it went really well so i'm excited to share everything with y'all make y'all a little less nervous i wish i had some like advice before i took mine so oh now you're the advice so well let's dive in so let's start from this perspective tell us just kind of walk us through the experience like like because you just went through it recently and it's super fresh mm -hmm. on your mind for someone that is preparing whether it's in a week when y'all are taking the GRE, like if it's in a week or a month or whatever, but for someone that is like looking to take the GRE, what are some things that they should know? Where should they be looking to at least find comfort in, in what they should expect with at-home GRE? Okay, so the thing is the GRE is not proctored or administered through ETS. You go to the ETS website to schedule your GRE, just like you would in a proctored setting, but ProctorU is the website where you actually take the GRE through. So that's one thing I didn't know. I thought it was administered through the ETS website and it's not. So after you register on ETS, you have to make an account through ProctorU. So after you register through ETS, everything else, taking the test, rescheduling is done through ProctorU. I love it. I love it. Perfect. Perfect. So y'all get that, like write that down in your notes at home, ProctorU, done. Like that's so, so if you guys are not familiar with that, go look it up and just get comfortable with understanding that just like Natalie just said, it's not ETS that you're taking the exam with, it is proctor you. So now mm -hmm. take us through, through your process. Like what, what's the day like? And, and, and like, just what, tell us like wisdom, like what should we know from the perspective of prior to the actual exam day? So let's not get to the exam day yet. Prior okay. to the exam day, what, what should I know and understand so that I am prepared to take the exam at home? Okay, so one thing that I did not know, which shot me in the foot, was uh, you need a whiteboard and a like dry erase marker or a piece of paper with a sheet protector on it and a dry erase marker for the math section. I thought you could go in with a piece of blank paper, number two pencil, like any other standardized test. No, I had nothing to write with for the math section. So please get a whiteboard, please get something. I looked all through the website to prepare the day before and I never saw this. I don't know if anybody else saw it. Maybe it was just me, but make sure you have that. And a lot of what else made me nervous. I thought somebody was going to be like on the screen watching me the whole time. Like I would see them. You don't see the proctor at all. So don't worry about anybody like staring you down the whole time you're taking the exam either. <laughs> Boom. That makes sense to everybody. So, so don't panic. <laughs> yeah. Like the reason why that's so important to hear Natalie is just because like it does kind of raise like people's blood pressure a little bit you know, stress levels when they think, oh my goodness, okay. screen. I'm looking to the corner. I, I keep seeing this person. So y'all don't have to worry about that. So prior to the exam, that's what they need to know. Is there a certain process they should go by like on the day of? What are things they should be doing on the day of to prepare for the actual setup for outside of a whiteboard? What yeah. else could they have at hand? Like good Wi-Fi, like oh, a, a computer that works. Talk to us. Yeah. On the Proctor Youth website, they give you a link. So after you register on the ETS website, you'll get an email from ProctorU to where you make your, you know, account, whatever. So there's an option on the ProctorU webpage where you can test your equipment. So you can test the mic, the camera, you know, your Wi-Fi signal. You have to have like Adobe Flash Player installed, you know, just like the usual stuff. So that took a lot of stress off of me. You can do that the day before or the day of. I just wanted to make sure I had that done well in advance. So I did that about three or four days before. Other than that, I mean just chill out the day of. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Perfect. All right. So let, let's go to the exam date. So now on the okay. exam date, there's a proctor, but, but the proctor, you, you can't see them. Like, right. are they on a different plot? Like, how does that work? And how do they, 
how do they alert you if you do something wrong, right? Because the idea is to not cheat, you know. Oh, yeah. So, so I hope you wouldn't be anyway. But so when the count, you'll see on the webpage, it's like a countdown clock until you're an exam. So when your exam time comes, instead of the countdown clock, you'll see like begin exam. So you'll click that button. You'll have to take a picture of like your face, your license or passport ID, whatever. You know, just make sure you're you. And then you could be connected with a proctor, like a separate chat window will come up, like the old like AOL chat rooms, if you're old enough to know. <laughs> and so some people I've read online since then, it may take five minutes, it may take 20 minutes. For mine, it was pretty quick, but if you're not connected immediately, like don't freak out, it happens. After that, you're able to hear them. So they'll tell you like, hey, can you show me the room? Can you show me your workspace, your materials? You'll ask to be shown like your ears to make sure you don't have headphones in, your wrist to make sure you don't have a watch. But other than that, they don't really say anything else to you. You do have the ability to um, chat with them in the chat box. But after that, they really take over your computer and set everything up for you. So you don't have to worry about doing anything wrong about setting it up. Boom, boom. So after that, as long as now you're, you're, you're good and you're not doing anything suspicious, you're, yeah. you're fine. So if I'm doing the exam and I'm kind of nervous, like, yo, if I turn around, is that suspicious? What are some of the things that you would do to say, like for you, like being, being in the exam, what did you do to kind of calm your nerves so that you didn't like find yourself doing something that could be perceived as suspicious? Because I know like when I get nervous, I do some yeah. weird things. Like I'll start like, you know, I'm very jittery. So for, for students okay. that are kind of fearing that, what did you do to kind of navigate through that part? Well, the thing is that they don't really say that you're cheating unless you make a real sudden movement or your face doesn't remain in the camera. So if all of a sudden like you move to grab something and you don't see your face or something like that, then they'll probably flag your exam. I don't think they'll tell you right away. I think more than anything, once your exam submitted, they'll flag it for review. I think that's what I've seen. Could be incorrect. So don't quote me on that, but that's what I've seen. That's how it works. So I just wanted to kind of see it like from your perspective. So yeah. guys, don't freak out. Like don't, because I know like that's a weird thing. Like obviously it's, it's, it's at home and everything, but it's like the mm -hmm. idea that, oh my gosh, if I sneeze or uh, no, yeah. like they right. understand. They know it's really a lot more chill than y'all think. Exactly. It's really fine. Like, listen, guys. Okay. So my exam crashed halfway through. Yeah. That was me. And I, yeah, I know. So, and it was so chill. Of course I was laughing. Like, of course this would happen to me. Like, of course. But as soon as I messaged my proctor, she was like, oh, just give me one second. I'll get it all set up for you. So if you're worried about, oh my gosh, what if it crashes and I have to retake it or, you know, anything like that, don't worry about it. It's okay. It happened to me. Nothing, you know, they'll just get it. It'll pick up right where you left off the same time. It won't eat into your time or anything. So don't worry about that. So we're all good. If the worst happened to me, I promise you'll be okay. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Y'all, like what I'm also hearing, because as I'm listening to this, this is perfect. Like y'all just understand that one, there's no reason to freak out. I've talked a lot about anxiety in, in, in different live streams, but we usually get anxious when we're freaking out about something that hasn't happened. So typically what happens for those of us that are anxious people, right? Me, Natalie, and like for, for us, like we spend a whole lot of energy freaking out about stuff that hasn't happened yet. Right. So, so what we typically do, and this is, this is like Joseph said his worst, right? What we typically do is we're like, okay, all right. what if I like, what if I flinch? What if I do this? And then I lose the exam and then this, and then I got to like reschedule it. Y'all please just like, don't even spend energy on things that haven't happened yet. What you have to realize is this one, like Natty just said, it's a lot more chill than you realize. So if you're asking questions in your head, like, 
Oh, are they going to flag me for that? No, like don't freak out. Chances are that you are very prepared. If you're telling yourself halfway through, oh my goodness, my whiteboard is in the other room. Okay, now we got a problem, okay? <laughs> like, just, just be ready. Listen to what's in this video. If you got to rewatch this video the night before to make sure that you got everything laid out, do it. But the idea is just to be ready. The more prepared, shoot, if you want to set up your, your GRE station like three days before, be my guest. But, but just be, be prepared so that you don't have to do anything that even looks, like you won't even be tempted to do it. And then realizing that as long as you're just natural and, and just you, you're going to be fine. And just because they fly, like they're going to look at a few different things when they decide whether your test is going to get tossed out or not. So okay. don't, don't assume that like you look over your shoulder, oh, lost the whole exam. No, it's not how it works. Like they understand, they know you're nervous. Did y'all realize that? Like they actually know y'all are like kind of nervous. It's a big test, right? And so, so because they know that, they know you're going to be sweating a little bit. They know you might, you know, kind of need to move around. So don't let that freak you out. Just, just, it's like the real exam set. Like in the testing center, it's the same thing. They have cameras in there too. They're watching you. But if you're doing natural things, you're fine. Try not to leave the camera for like 10 minutes because then that's probably suspicious, right? Anything that you would think is suspicious is probably going to be suspicious. Just don't freak out about it. Don't freak out. Don't, don't freak out. Be prepared. Boom. And before we answer questions, Natalie, is there anything else that you feel like, wow, like I wish now that you're saying that you wish you had someone that just gave you like tips to go through it, like is there anything else that you kind of wish you knew prior to taking it the last time? One thing was you had to show your monitor screen to the proctor. Yes, they get access to your screen. So you eventually screen share with them so they can set it up, but they can use, you can use your cell phone or a mirror and you have to like hold it up and kind of like show your screen. So if you have your cell phone on you, when you first start, you know, the exam process, it's okay. Eventually she'll, she, she, he or she will tell you to put everything up so you can walk, you'll have to get up from your desk, which is okay and go put it somewhere else in the room. I just put it like on a desk, like kind of behind me, a dresser behind me. But so don't leave the camera or try not to. But then again, they know you're putting your stuff up because I was worried about that. I'm like, should I put my phone up now? Should I put it up later? You know, stuff like that. But it's all good. Boom. I love it. So thanks to remember, guys, have a whiteboard. I got what? Shoot. Like, yeah. y'all want to see my office. Like, I got like whiteboards here. I got like a whiteboard over, like y'all got whiteboards everywhere. So just find a small whiteboard somewhere. Go go on Amazon. Like Amazon is still working. So, so go on Amazon, find something small. So have your whiteboard ready, have a marker ready, have something to erase ready, and then get a mirror. Keep yourself safe and just have a mirror or use your phone, obviously. But if you guys have those things, you, you should be good. Are there other tools that they should have handy and ready to go? Honestly, no. The only thing you really need when you start the exam is just like whatever ID you're using. So your passport, driver's license, ID cards, whatever. Other than that, you don't really need anything else except for, you know, obviously your whiteboard. I cannot emphasize that enough. Whiteboard, whiteboard, whiteboard. But I mean, anything else you don't That's need. the theme of the whole live stream. That's a whiteboard. That's what we should <laughs> yeah, I love it. it. Not GRE online, it's whiteboard. Whiteboard. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, that's the only thing you really need. I mean, I thought I, I had a hair bow on my wrist and it made me take my hair bow off my wrist. So girls guys with long hair that might be something but i mean okay it takes two seconds to take it off so no worries perfect i love it i love it all right let's answer some questions so now you're done so so it doesn't matter anymore you're, you can't get nervous now right <laughs> but, uh, so let's, let's try to find some questions all right let's see let's see all right is there someone technically there but you just don't see them yes for yep there there there's definitely somebody there 
Uh, so you can't cheat, but y'all, y'all, y'all don't cheat anyway. So it doesn't even matter, right? Can you use a Mac? Well, what device did you use? What kind so of computer? I, did used, have? I went to my dad's house and used uh, an older kind of Windows computer. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you can use a Mac desktop, yeah. but I know you cannot use a MacBook because that's what kind of laptop I have, and you are not allowed to use it. So, so no MacBook. T- time to search, y'all. Time to search. All I know, right. Buy a friend's computer, go to work, wherever. Don't use a MacBook, which I know probably the majority of us have, but you got it. Is what it's what I'm using right now. Exactly. <laughs> Follow that advice. You guys are good. All right. So let's see. Which room at home did you take it in? Ooh, good question. Okay, which so this is kind of weird. I took it in my kitchen at my kitchen table, just because it was like a larger desk space. Because I thought I was going to have more room to write. But honestly, anywhere's fine. They do ask that there's not a lot of like pictures on the wall or anything cluttered around you, just so it's like a clean workspace. Other than that, it doesn't really matter where you take it. Just make sure you have like a good signal. I like that. I like that. So if y'all got to buy a better Wi-Fi, listen. Do it now. <laughs> listen. Y'all, here, here's the thing. Go, go, go pay for better Wi-Fi for a month. Take your GRE and then if y'all want to go back to the Wi-Fi you have now, feel free to do that. But, but y'all going to need good Wi-Fi. But also understand that just like Natalie said, it, if it crashes in the middle, don't panic. It, it, it'll, it'll be fine. Hers did, so, you, so you'll be good. All right. Do you have to be in an empty room to take the exam? Do they make you move your camera or laptop to see the room? Yes. So Natalie did, did say in the beginning that you, you do have to give a pretty good view of the area. Oh, yeah. They just have to know what's there. Yeah. But so you were telling us like not, not to have a cluttered space, like, Correct. like in your kitchen, what were the things that were still up? Like, do you have like a picture here and there? Like, oh, yeah, I mean like normal pictures, like in your house, I'm assuming you don't have pictures posted all over the wall or like a multiplication table up on the wall. It's just like, as long as there's not a junk everywhere and like, it's a quiet space, otherwise they don't care. But it's kind of difficult to show your whole space because in my case, I didn't have like a separate webcam. I had to like pick up my desktop and like show the whole room. So just be prepared for that. Kind of awkward. But if you're not doing something right or going too fast, she'll tell you or he or tell you. So don't worry about, oh, I didn't show the room right. You know, it's no big deal. See, y'all, y'all are getting, it's chill, guys. For real. Okay. <laughs> y'all are getting the inside scoop for real, for real. All right. So. I was gonna say I can answer a question on scores. I may, I bet that one might come up if y'all want to know that. Just, just ask any question. So, so we do have a question here. Do you feel like taking the GRE at home was an advantage? I do, in a sense, only because all of my practice GRE tests, like on the ETS site and Kaplan, I did at home. So, in that sense, I was like, oh, I've already taken a test at home before. It's going to be similar, like atmosphere, temperature-wise, you know, everything like that. You can control yeah. it to suit your needs. Because I know if you're anything like me and taking like the SAT in your high school or whatever, it was freezing cold or too hot. So you can kind of customize it based on you, which is really nice. Yeah. And I think the the other part too, and like Natalie, I don't know where you practiced, like where you did your practice exams, but for those of y'all that are planning on taking it soon, think about it this way. Like, wouldn't it be kind of cool if you did all your practice exams at the testing center, like prior to COVID, right? So, So just imagine a world where you could go do every single practice exam in the exact seat that you would sit in at the testing center. Wouldn't that make you a lot more confident? Like you'd walk in, you already got your chair, you already know kind of what the room looks like. A lot of the anxiety that you feel is, is, is kind of flushed. I mean, some of us are just anxious, period. But some of the anxiety is gone, right? And so, so it's kind of the same thing too. So y'all can use that to your advantage too. Like on top of like the climate 
you know, the environment, you know, like take your practice exams in the exact place that you'll take the real exam when you're practicing or like learning something or whatever, or even studying. When you look around, you're like, oh, I remember when I looked at that wall, this thought came into my head and it might actually like just being in that space might actually help you recall so much more. So, so y'all, y'all can use it to your advantage, but I love that with the temperature and making it suitable to what you want. So perfect. Perfect. All right. Do you feel like, oh, another question. So do you feel like taking the GRE at home was distracting? Yeah, no, absolutely. When I first, the, you know, the first portion of the exam is the essay part and I have cats and I had to like shut them out of the room, obviously. And they were scratching at the door and I was just like, come on guys, like seriously. But I mean, other than that, I mean, you know, what's best for you. If you think your environment's not conducive for testing, go to a friend's house, go to grandma, grandpa, aunt, uncle, you know, you know, what's best for you. If you can tune it out, great. If not, you need to do what's best for you. So I love it. Perfect. 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 Okay. Do you get breaks and do they email you the proctor you link? So on the breaks, yes, you do get breaks. So between each section, just like if any of you have taken the practice ETS exams they have on their site, it's exactly the same. So you have a 60 second break between each section and halfway through, you do get the 10 minute break. The only thing about this is you have to tell your proctor if you choose to take the 10 minute break. In my case, my computer crashed right before my break for 20 minutes. So I opted not to take the break just because I've already sat there for 20 minutes. You know, why would I take it? Mm -hmm. But so, yes, you do get the break. And what was the other question? I'm sorry. The second one. Do they email you the proctor you link? They do. So as soon as you pick your date on or you don't pick the date through ETS, as soon as you pick the test and that you're taking it home about mine took about five or 10 minutes to come through, but you will get an email from proctor you. Once you make an account, you'll get to pick like the day you take it. You can pick yeah. all different times. So yeah, you get to choose whenever. I love it. I love it. Perfect. Do you receive your scores immediately is the next question. Yeah. So um, you do receive your unofficial scores immediately following the test. So you'll see your quant and qual scores. Obviously you won't see the essays. So you can choose to cancel your scores or report them just like any other, you know, GRE test. So all that's the same. Um, the only thing is, is after you're done with the test and after you report your scores, you have to text, like chat your proctor or tell them that you are finished. They have to close everything out. So that's like a big thing. You can't just like be like, oh, I'm done and cut everything off. It doesn't work like that. They'll be sitting somewhere like, wait, is she done? Is she done? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Basically. I, love I love it. I love it. And I like the scores question because that was a question that we've been getting a lot where students are like, yeah. like how do I do it? And so, so if you guys want to report it, it's the same, like, it's pretty much the same process as, you know, in a, yeah. doing a regular testing center. Perfect. Perfect. All right. Ooh, here's a good one. So, so I guess you, you can relate to this one, but, but this is someone that has dogs and they said, I have dogs. What if they bark and, or I have to yell at them to be quiet? How does that work? This is a really good question. Oh, no, because like I said, my cats were scratching at the door, like the whole essay part. I wouldn't recommend yelling at your dogs because the proctor's going to be like, what the heck's going on? Like, you know, whatever. It could be they might think somebody's in there. You know, you never know. You got to err on the side of caution. So if you know your dogs are going to bark, put them outside, put them somewhere far away, get a dog sitter. I don't know. Just do whatever you got to do to keep it quiet. But it's not like if your dog barks a couple of times, the proctor's going to like flag you for cheating or anything like that. It's a dog. I mean, unless you speak dog, I don't think it's going to matter. You know, you they're not, it. you're not cheating. You got it. You got it. Perfect. I love it. I love it. I'm excited that we were able to do this for, for those of y'all that are still stuck on the GRE and your applications as a whole, sorry, applications as a whole, like send us, like message us, go to contactprept.grind.com. The biggest thing right now is 
this is helpful, but but we also realize that a lot of y'all are just kind of like in a state of just like, oh, I, I got to do this. I got y'all just like, if you don't know what you should be doing, just send us a message. Let's talk about it. Let's, let's figure out like, because right now, if you're wasting a lot of time just freaking out, like imagine how much time you could waste just freaking out on this and not actually taking action on preparing for it. That happens all the time. Then the cycle opens up and it's all hell breaks. Y'all, like if you want to get accepted into PT school this year, or if you're applying in 2021 and you just want some clarity and direction, y'all hit us up. Like, let's talk. This is what we do. This is what we do. And then you get to meet people like Natalie who are pretty legit. Let's figure your ish out. Um, go to contactpreptgrind.com contactpreptgrind.com, send us a message. We'll chat with y'all. But for those of y'all taking the GRE, this is your roadmap. So please come back to this, listen to it again. The night before you take it, just, just kind of, okay, whiteboard, cool, check. It just make sure you're good. But but that's it. Anything else you want to know, Natalie? I guess not. Good luck to all y'all that are about to take it. I love it. Y'all, appreciate y'all. Have a blessed one. What is up, guys? You've been listening to the Pre-PT Grind podcast, where we don't just help you get into PT school, but our mission is to make you the best physical therapist you can possibly be. And I have a quick question for you. Did you enjoy this episode? And if you did, I want to ask a huge favor. See, the biggest thing that helps this podcast grow and that will spread our message of helping pre-PTs get into physical therapy school without wasting time and money is if you rate, review, and subscribe to the Pre-PT Grind podcast. What this basically does is tell the platforms out there that we're on is that you like our stuff, that we're doing something right, and that we're bringing value to you all, our audience. So if you can take about three seconds out of your day to rate, review, and subscribe to the Pre-PT Grind podcast and tell your friends about Pre-PT Grind, we would be forever, forever grateful to all of you. So thank you again for listening to another episode of the Pre-PT Grind podcast. We will see you on the next one.